I'm your host, Biko, the illest on middays. And on the line, I have the tribe's newest general assignment reporter known as Matt the Major. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, no problem. Now, you know, uh, there's a lot going on in the world lately. You know, uh, of course, we're in the midst of a pandemic. Of course, yeah. uh, uh, we're fighting for freedom and, and justice within our, our judicial system. And you've had the chance to actually um, go downtown during the protests and, and uh, provide some amazing coverage uh, for the tribe. Yeah. Like, can you uh, break down your experience of being downtown and, and seeing how the protests um, unraveled and things of that nature? Well, yeah, I, uh, I wasn't able to go on Friday night, but on Saturday I started covering the protests from around 2 o'clock, and I was out there till 10 p.m., about an hour after the curfew was in effect. And, I mean, honestly, the it was chaotic, I guess you could definitely say. I mean, there's a lot going on. There was um, people being pepper sprayed, uh, and, and this was the, the type the, the biggest thing that I noticed was that, you know, it was happening everywhere. It was hard for me to like be in you know a million places at one time. It was happening on State Street, you know, near uh, the Macy's. There was a uh, you know on the other side of the bridge, on Magnificent Mile. It was even more going on, you know, and and, and so it's happening. It was happening in so many different places. It was just really hard to keep up with. But you know, the goal was to try and capture the things that were going on that would be most useful for people who are trying to get a kind of idea of what's happening here on the ground so now you know while you were when you were down there what was something that caught your eye like that really like captured your eye during a protest man i think uh the most like the thing that stood out the most was just how it really felt like it's split into multiple different protests and i i have a piece coming up on on, on the tribe about this where i describe a little bit more in detail but they it seemed like while the the all of the energy came from the same place. You know, it's all this anger that's pent up about this uh, police brutality that goes on, specifically, re most recently, the killings of uh, George Lloyd and Breonna Taylor. George Floyd, I'm sorry. And I felt like even though those energies came from the same place, the way that they were, you know, the, the methods of protest were so separate. And it really felt like the, the protesters really separated along those lines. And it wasn't necessarily like they had conf conflict with each other, but it was like on uh, around Trump Tower uh, on like Wabash and Wacker, there was a big protest where they're they they're just basically standing head on with the police who are guarding Trump Tower, and these are the people that's really chanting say say his name say her name, and then you have over here on Mag Magnificent Mile where you just see basically looting all up and down the street. You know, people breaking into different stores. Nike Town was one that I got a close-up look at. Um, Neiman Marcus, it was a lot. Uh, and that was it almost, like, that was something entirely unto itself. And then in, a, in other places around, it was just, like, chaos. People burning uh, Chicago police cars. I saw a few on fire. I was able to capture one after it was completely melted down. It, it was just a, a really jarring sight to see. But, you you know, you kind of get the sense of where this energy is coming from throughout the different methods of protest. Now, how was, like, uh, you know, with the police being there, what were their reactions like to the protesters? I mean, it was interesting to me because when it came to the looting specifically, there wasn't much done about it until after the curfew was in effect. It was almost like 
they didn't see looting going on. Like, there were cops on the Magnificent Mile, but they were all the way down closer to the bridge and where most of the looting was going on, closer to where Water Tower Place is, where the Neiman Marcus is, where, you know, the Macy's, all those places were being looted. The Cartier store, Gucci store, all these places are being looted. And the cops are pretty much all just standing in one area pretty far away from it. And it wasn't until uh, the curfew was in effect that things really, really got hectic. That was when the police force became a a lot more aggressive. Um, I was approached uh, by a few police officers while I was walking back to my car to try to get up out of here. They, they, They took a bag from me that had these three bottles of water that I brought and my own Camelback bottle, that was a $32 bottle, but they, they made me, they took that bag from me basically trying to say that I'll do it. Their threat was that, give them the bag or I'll be arrested for looting. So yeah, like, it got aggressive. I mean, and even before then, there was a there was a little bit going on. There was a few standoffs at different places where the police were basically, you know, there were a few times where they would press forward against the, protect, the protesters trying to, like, basically move them back, make them move to direct them to where they want them to be. And uh, <clears throat> when that would happen, it would always end up in a confrontation between the police and, and the protesters. Uh, one of those conversations was on, uh, another thing I got caught on video was at Wabash and Wacker earlier on in the day was when they uh, were trying to topple the police the, the police wagon. Mm. And this huge uh, paddy wagon that pushing back and forth on either side and uh yeah it was it was something to see for sure it was uh, for the public how can they uh you know see your footage as well as like read your article on uh what took place um yeah everything all the live tweeting that i do is through uh the tribe uh, account is at the tribe t-r-i-i-b-e um that's on twitter and then on uh Instagram, it's Tribe Chicago, T-R-I-I-B-E, Chicago. Um, and both of those, they'll have all the most up-to-date uh, live coverage from the process. Uh, I'll be live tweeting again today later on. Uh, I'll probably be getting online around 2 or 3. I'll, I'll definitely update people on the on Twitter about that. But, uh, yeah, it's – and then it, for me, it's at Matt the Major, M-A-T-T-H-E, M-A-J-O-R on uh, all social media platforms. And one thing I can say is <clears throat> you all have been doing a phenomenal job uh, holding things down, keeping people updated. And I truly thank you for taking out time to, uh, you know, hop on the line with me and give us a little update on what's been going on. And make sure you rest in feet too, man, and be safe out there. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying I try to take a break every now and then. <laughs> uh, again, you, you be safe. Uh, I'll be tuned in later on, uh, peeping the coverage, yeah. and uh, I'll be keeping in touch with you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on for this. Hey, no problem.